Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks to Sunday for supporting The Instance. Sunday makes taking care of your lawn easier than ever. Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Visit GetSunday.com slash wow to get $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. <laughs> Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance. Yeah, that's right. You heard me right. Episode six hundred and thirty-five of the instance. And uh, today is what is today? April 9th, twenty twenty-one. I'm Scott Johnson, and I'm sitting here with Garrett Weinzerl. Hello, Garrett. Hello, Scott. Happy Friday. Uh, good morning. We're doing this early. Yeah, it is early. We're we're doing it early because I got a I got a number two COVID shot today. You got a date with the Vax. Yeah, the Vax baby. Yeah. Uh, Hot uh, Vax date. Uh, I was trying to think of all the times <laughs> you've said anecdotes about high school dates. I hope your steering wheel doesn't come off in your hand. Oh your yeah, you remember that story? That's a hell of a thing. Oh yeah, you go, man. Um, yeah, I'm getting it. I think I'm going to do the right arm again because it's. Uh, they say uh, my, my uh, the glass guy that it says we recommend your dominant arm, even though that sounds counterintuitive if it's going to hurt real bad, because uh, when you sl- you want to sleep or, or sorry you want to do whatever arm you don't dominantly sleep on, and I sleep on my left arm, so he says mm. do it on this one or else you won't sleep, and I said all right, so that's what I think I'm going to do today. I just got my first one and I uh, I was going to do it in my right arm because I sleep in my left arm and yeah. Katie goes, hey, dumbass, you drive stick. You're not going to be able to drive home because you got to shift oh. the car. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're right. Ah, all right. Going for the left. I was able to find like one one very specific comfortable position where I could still sleep on my left side. Oh, nice. Um, it just it took me a good five minutes to get in that position. Yeah. <laughs> very gingerly. Uh, worm my way into it so yeah there's uh there's your hot instance vaccine <laughs> sleeping position tips everybody i hope everyone enjoyed it yeah there you go and in about 24 days three days whatever it is you'll get your second and we'll see how that goes i'm not expecting anything terrible but you never know i may be filled with all sorts of side effects today and tomorrow and tonight and whatever and i don't know so we wanted to cram this in this particular bar of soap i wanted to squeeze this out before doesn't make any sense. I don't know why I made that reference, but I wanted to get this out before this happens so that there's just a nice cl- wide berth for the show. And Garrett very uh, kindly was able to carve out some time this morning uh, to make that. I'm happen. a I'm a flexible gentleman. You truly are. Also, you guys are yeah, pretty flexible not, uh, out not there fl- physically, though. No, yeah, very bad at yoga. <laughs> no, dude. I, you want to see some bad yoga? Um, they, you know, there's hot yoga. There's uh, all these different yoga types. I do bad yoga. And uh, that should be our next podcast. We'll just call it bad yoga yeah. with, with Scott and Garrett. You should see me just try to bend over and touch my toes. I get about, I'm about halfway and that's as good as it's ever gotten for me. Uh, it's a real bad scene. So don't watch me do yoga. Everybody you will be embarrassed for me with me and near me. Okay. 
<laughs> we're gonna we're gonna dive right in. Uh, a there's not a ton happening in the World of Warcraft world, and I know a few of you piped up on Twitter yesterday and said, "Wait, what about all the Mythic Plus this and that freaking esports?" And I said, "Yeah, that I don't know if you've been here very often, but we barely ever talk about." about mythic esports uh here on the show but i'm happy that there's a lot going on for the people that are into it and uh that's cool but really we tend to focus on the game at large and things are a little quiet in the uh in the garden of wow and uh that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but it means that sometimes we reach out to you guys and build shows based on the backs of your questions and we're doing that we really are in unprecedented times yeah uh in terms of of the wow we've never had a wow drought uh immediately following an expansion release um this we're kind of in a drought that feels like the the calm before an expansion drop yeah um so yeah i like i everyone's i, I don't know everyone's like kind of up in arms and i'm just like y'all it's covid like what do you expect mm-hmm. like, the, the hottest game right now is made by five people in a basement uh <laughs> because they were flexible enough to deal with covid yeah. um and every multi-billion dollar studio uh ain't putting out jack right <laughs> so right. we're starting to hit the delays we're starting to hit the 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 after effects you know it wasn't going to happen during covid if things were imminent they still happened maybe by the skin of their teeth but the industry as a whole is now hitting a stage where the skids are on and they're going to have to just make decisions yesterday death loop got delayed till september that's a big delay from major release uh coming to pc and playstation 5 from arcane studios that's a big deal to see that one get delayed um many many others affected by yeah, this stuff I, so this is usually when we see the big fat drop of games that didn't make the christmas deadline yeah and yeah. there's nothing yeah it's real weird uh, there's a lot of little weird a lot of great little indie things happening which i'm really glad of i'm a fan of that era or that area and stuff but if you're looking for the usual flurry around a 0.1 patch from world of warcraft right now it's just not happening i mean you know beta servers happening in what a, a week or whatever it is is good that's good um but it i i do have this feeling that part of why blizzard is ready with that beta uh, or why, why that servers why that ptr is happening is not to make us all or well it's to give us all a feeling of oh all right we're moving forward everywhere we're moving but do not expect 9.1 very quickly um yeah we've, we've done ptrs in the past for every patch so it's it's just kind of par yeah, for the course it is par for the course i don't know i I'm, i guess what i'm saying is i'm not feeling I'm not feeling super uh, negative toward any of it. I just feel I am feeling the um, the eminent delay of it all. Like it's just it does feel like things are kind of in a weird place for the game. Uh, I'm not in you know I'm not particularly jonesing to get into WoW and play every day at the moment, and um, I wish I was, but I'm just not as compelled as I'd like to be who's to say that 9.1 will or won't be the content that that revives that for me uh in the immediate future or not i don't know but i think there are a lot of players that are kind of in a a similar place uh give or take and a few of you have expressed that today in the questions we're going to read so we're going to jump to a bunch of these have some thoughts share some feelings and see where we end up so enjoy All right, so uh, let's get to it. We got this uh, whole bunch of replies to a Twitter uh, post we put up yesterday. Uh, some were confused and thought this was just a chance to bash Blizzard. I'm not reading those. Um, although I think some, there's some uh, genuine criticisms in here that are worth reading, but 
you know, when you reply and say, why is, why is wow the worst game ever? That's uh, we're not, <laughs> we're not going to answer that question. I'm afraid. So sorry about that, but uh, we do have plenty in here that are good. Um, here's a light one just to kind of get us started from Kissy Bears or Kissy Bears with two S's on Twitter. He says, I feel like it's been a long time since the question. So what hero would each of you like to see in HOTS, Heroes of the Storm? I still want Rohana from, uh, sorry, Rohana Films Starcraft 2 with two forms. Rohana Films. I'm not sure what that means. I think that's I a typo. I don't know what that is either. Yeah, it says one normal and the other being controlled by Amon. I'm not sure what any of that is. but uh, Boy, that's that's deeper than anything I know from yeah. <laughs> StarCraft. Yeah, but from like uh, from the World of Warcraft side, uh, and, and a reminder, by the way, <laughs> Heroes of the Storm still a game, still a great game, still the only MOBA I actually like. Uh, well, you also want to talk about a content drought. We could talk about Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Not doing jack. <laughs> they're not doing anything either. I mean, the game's good. It's solid, but they're not doing anything. Um, the, this is I mean, the, the first real drought I think the game has ever experienced. Everyone was like, HGC Heroes is dead. And I'm like, this is getting more updates than literally any other Blizzard game for two years after the murder of its esports in a back alley. Yeah. Um, but now we're actually hitting one. By the way, Rohana was the uh, the lady toss from StarCraft II. Oh. Uh, uh, did not remember that character's name at all, but really, really cool character design. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that should be fine. That'd be great. Bring her in. Yeah. Um, from WoW, I don't know. I have no idea. I'd love to see... I feel like we've. I feel like they've almost farmed all of the all the easy low hanging fruit. Like yeah, where you go I'd like now. to see. Um, oh, what's his what's his what's his name? Who's who's uh, Rathian? I'd love to see Rathian added from WoW. Yeah, I think he'd be really cool. Um, I realize we already have Deathwing, but uh, I think Rathian's human form would be mm-hmm. another good like uh, human aspect to bring to Hots. Sure. Um, I mean, they make it four right four aspects or four uh, dragon types. So we got uh, Chromie, we got Alex, we have we do not have Yasera. No, we don't. We have Chromie, Alex. Who am I missing? Oh, and then Deathwing. Dirt. Deathwing. Just set yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that would be the fourth. That would yep. be fourth. Yep. Yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. I like when they get creative and figure out ways to make each one of those unique and yeah, you know, different classes and all that stuff. I think that's great. I, I really, I just want a, a Colteran Jaina skin. Uh, I can't believe we still don't have that in yeah, here. That's crazy, right? Yeah, that, that, that is one of the greatest costume designs, I think, in the history of Warcraft. And that's saying something. Warcraft has great costume designs, but uh and Jaina is just chef's kiss. All this Kul'Taren stuff's great. I think that's yeah. some of that's that's a high point of that particular expansion, which had a lot of low points. <laughs> I also uh, always wanted an Eridar, so give me like a like a like a Jaraxxus or a uh or a or a Kill Jaden. That'd be great. Oh, he, uh, by the way, Kissy Bears corrected it and said he, he did, it was a typo. Instead of films, he meant from StarCraft 2, not films. StarCraft ah, hey, this is all right. We yeah, all, it's all fine. We've all been there. We've all been there. Chekhov's Phaser wrote, uh, any suggestions on how a long-lapsed player can jump back into the game? It's is WoW currently more or less friendly to new players than Final Fantasy XIV. Glad you asked Chekhov's Phaser because, <clears throat> um, by the way, I love that reference because it works both in Star Trek and... Chekhov's gun that context works either way that's very good anyway uh here's what I was going to say about this I have been dabbling in Final Fantasy 14 a game that Garrett famously has no interest in uh we've talked I find about it this. Uh, very boring yeah not your not your jam uh on paper not really my jam either but in practice actually I quite like it uh I think that there's a lot of stuff in there that is unique and interesting and um 
handled in such a way that I think actually WoW could learn from it. Um, and it also borrows a, <clears throat> a lot from WoW, like all MMOs do in terms of, you know, kind of basic cooldown rotations and, uh, you know, the kind of the way MMOs work at a base level. A lot mm, of that tab is, targeting. Yeah, it's all kind of WoW based stuff. Um, and, you know, you have to kind of have a bit of an appetite for this sort of overwrought anime stylings of of what that game presents story wise and some other things. However, um, I really I actually really quite like it. And uh, to answer his question. Um, this may be controversial, I think that the player base, for whatever reason, the the community around Final Fantasy 14 does seem to be, by and large, there's always going to be outliers, but by and large, it seems to be a much friendlier, willing to help kind of 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 base of players. And I can base that, that this is on, the most common takeaway I hear about Final Fantasy fourteen yeah. is that it has the nicest community. Yeah, I think it, and it, and it, for me, it was like, well, how did we know that everyone's going to have these like anecdotal experiences and how can we really, there's no, do we have any data on how nice your community is or whatever, but um, yeah, I, but I think you can like get a, a pulse for it. Right. Cause like, I don't think anyone would accuse league of legends of having a friendly community. No. And I don't think, I don't, I, I hate to say it, but there's not a lot of outside of outside of the guilds and groups you kind of create and curate yourself. You know, wow has a bad reputation as well for a lot of, Oh yeah. You go into LFR. It's a shit show. Yeah. People are, horrendous it's real bad so my experience was this when i had to do a couple of low-level dungeons or mid-level dungeons in final fantasy because they're they're, some of those dungeons are story uh you you can't advance the main campaign questing line unless you do these these dungeons and they have it's a built-in uh you know lfr style dungeon finder the way you do it and so you're playing with strangers so in theory if they're going to be jerks or if, if, if they're jerks in, in, in the wow scenario, when you play that way, they ought to be over there. But my exa- my experience was the opposite of that. And everyone I talked to is it's, it's that way. If it's your first time in there and maybe you're tanking and you don't know how to tank in that game. Cause it's a little different than wow. Um, people are usually super nice and like, no, no, it's cool. No worries. We'll do this. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get you through this one. This is kind of a hard fight. Uh, my suggestion would be this and this and this and, Um, John last night was saying how, if you go into certain raids, there's these, uh, early, early, early raids had these big, long, uh, I guess now totally unskippable, uh, unskippable, um, uh, story bits. Um, what am I trying to say? Uh, In-game cinematics that you can't skip past. And, uh, so what people do if they've seen it already is they let those who haven't see it and the rest of them just have a discussion about how they're feeling about their classes and when do you like this new change? And, you know, nobody's bitching at anybody to do anything. And that's been my experience so far. And it's nice. I I don't know why it doesn't exist in WoW, other than WoW's been around for 15, 16 years. And and maybe I don't know, it's just that was that was the 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 saddle the horse had had to wear. I d I don't know why it worked out that way culturally, but for whatever reason, my experience and everyone I talk to's experience in Final Fantasy is a much more uh, welcoming, helpful, uh, you know, somewhat kind hearted uh, community. Um, So that being said, I think I have to, if I'm being honest about my impressions, I think it would be a more welcoming community if you went and played final fantasy than it would be if you jumped into wow, after a long time of not playing Um, because I can give you the exact same attempt at an experience that I did two weeks ago where I was tanking a dungeon and doing just fine Somebody effed up in there. It wasn't me. 
And everybody had this huge shout, horrible, awful epithet, racial stuff. And then I got kicked out of nowhere for just saying, hey, guys, we need to focus on, you know, (laughs) can we just get this done? Can we just focus on the game? So for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. It just it does seem like they've got that kind of community. And wow, continues to have a bit of a toxicity problem. Um, It doesn't mean that's going to be your experience you know, wholeheartedly. And also if you decide you don't want to do a bunch of group content, well then you control your destiny. You, you, you know, you, you be the one that isn't toxic and, and you don't have to deal with anybody. You play the game solo if you want to, but if you want to play with friends, play with friends and then they're not toxic as they're your friends. And, you know, I guess, I guess I would say that about any game, but for whatever reason, the stranger danger is not so prominent in final fantasy yeah. in my opinion. Mechanically speaking though, I think, I think wow is a great, I think it's a great time to get into wow and, and, get back into it. Um, oh, I like agree. no one's in a big rush cause we're not, there's no new content to be cutting edge. Um, plus right. they just made leveling way better in my opinion. Um, getting up to level 50 to go start shadowlands is, is really, really good now with, uh, with time walking leveling. Um, so yeah, mechanically speaking, I think it's great. I, I really don't disagree with you socially. Yeah. Um, it's a mixed bag. I've, I've had some really good, good experiences lately. Very recently I've had, um, my first instances of kicking people for being jerks that I've had in a while. But um, I think it's also like, I don't know, Kyle and I both believe you kind of need to socially engineer a, a positive environment in Heroes of the Storm. And so I kind of bring that with me into World of Warcraft. Sure. You know, if if I'm running a, a, a rando five man, typically I'm taking. So I usually kind of start things off like, hey, hey, everybody, welcome. It's all have a good time. So when someone starts being a jerk, Typically, I've already gotten everyone else friendly and talking. So if someone's just like, ah, you're pulling too slow. And mm-hmm. we're just like, hey, you want to kick this guy? Because he's just kind of bringing down the mood. Yeah. Usually, I'm able to socially engineer that and uh, get the jerks kicked out of the group. Yeah. Well, it's a good attitude to take. MOBAs are a dangerous place for attitudes. I like uh, I like treating my five-man, my rando five-mans like uh, water cooler talks. Just oh, like, hey, everyone see uh, Kong versus Godzilla? What would you think? You know, we just start talking. We become friendly. And. The one person starts mouthing off and chain pulling gets kicked. Yeah, then it seems then it's easy to to pick the turd in the in the water. You know which one needs oh, to go. Oh yeah. 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 I like that. Uh anyway, hopefully that answers your question. I think that the I agree with Garrett. Mechanically the game's never been uh a, a finer experience uh in terms of that. As bored as I might be, mine's a comp my com- you know what? I'm gonna actually try to explain this because it came up yesterday on core. I want to talk about it again with you and get your take on this. Um my goal here is not to determine or, um, you know, <clears throat> try to try to coerce anybody into thinking like me or having this experience. So, okay, so I just want to speak from my for myself and make that very clear. This is just my impression. Uh, we've been playing this game. I've been playing this game since early Friends and Family Alpha to 20, 2003, I think is when I started. And uh, played it at launch and then played it since and, you know, all that stuff's history. Um. I know every square inch of that freaking game. Like I know every part of Azeroth and beyond all the expansions, every piece of land, every piece of stuff, every, every stretch of dirt, every stretch of ocean. I know where it is. I know what it is. I know how to get there. I know what to do. So I think part of my reason for being a little bit up against a wall right now is because the last bastion of content that had mystery and intrigue and unknowableness and adventure for me was the first few weeks of the expansion because that's new content that I don't know 
like the back of my hand. And so it feels like I'm exploring and finding and it's, it's, it's brand new again. But that's a really short run. In the early days of WoW, vanilla uh, was that experience on steroids. It was like I'm, I turn a corner and go, oh, my gosh, look at this. I've never seen this before. This goes on forever, for miles and miles and miles. I can't even see how far it goes. And look, there's a cave. I bet I have to go do something in that cave. And there's a bunch of people. I should talk to that guy because he's got a thing over his head. Plus, you know, looks like a whole new uh, bunch of trouble with the orcs here or whatever. And that feeling was never ending, it seemed like, in the original release of, of Warcraft. You just were constantly blown away by a new zone, by the colors, by the just the fantastic vista, the tone of it, feeling the fantasy of it was just all around you all the time. And you play a game for 15 years and that's no longer the, tr- the case. It's like your, tr- it's like your trip to the office and home. It's just memorized. You can almost do it without paying attention. Sometimes you drive and you arrive home and you go, did I even, did I even look at the road while I was coming home? You're just so used to what it is that it becomes kind of static and plastic and not, it's no longer that that uh, realm of unknown and possibility. It's now a known realm, and you know what's possible. And that's still okay, and mechanically, there's good happening mechanically in that world. But then you start to see the seams of it of like, all right, well, now that I'm past all of this mystery and this intrigue, now it's just do these 20 things every day and then come back and do it again the next day. And then the numbers will go up and you're down to the mechanics and the sort of raw math of it all. And you're no longer just like, wow, look at freaking a thousand needles. I can't believe this exists in this world. I can't wait to you know go down to the bottom of this Canyon and see what I can explore. And like those days are gone for me. And it's partly why people say, well, why don't you play, why don't you play, uh, vanilla again why don't you go play classic and then you'll have this experience again no i had that i did already i know it already so going back and doing that again just feels repetitive to me i'm not again not prescribing this thinking to anybody else but me here but it feels like it's well i've already sort of done this and i think that's why at the moment ff14 sometimes eso and i dip into there those mmos have something i haven't seen yet (laughs) And so because of that, when I walk into a zone or something, I feel like, wow, it is me in this in this world of I don't know what, who the hell knows what's going to happen next. And I don't feel that in wow, except for the first couple of weeks of every expansion. And at some point, uh, you know, I've had to just sort of grapple with this idea. Like, it's just a big, it's like going to Disneyland. Your first time going to Disneyland as a kid is the most amazing thing in the world. and You can't keep track of everything. By the time you're, you know, in your 30s and you've been to Disneyland 400 times, you still love Disneyland and you still want to be there, but you kind of know where everything is and it's lost that mystery and you've seen the back lots and you know that door shouldn't be there and, you know, some guy barfed in front of you and it's just kind of you're just seeing it for what it is, which is a, a track of land with a bunch of a, a bunch of um attractions on it. And some I feel like sometimes if you've played it long enough, any game, not just wow, but any game the place becomes kind of that. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, that feeling of I need to be blown away and I really want to be blizzard blown away. Their style of blowing me away is my favorite style of blowing me away, but I'm not having that anymore uh, to the, at this stage. 
And I don't know how you fix that, Garrett. This is a 15-year-old game. And the only way I can think of not fixing it, but the only way to sort of address that issue is a whole new game with a whole new thing. Like Titan may have been that thing where it was just a world of, of possibilities. And and by now we may be seeing the seams of that because that would have been, set, what, seven years ago or something. Um, or whatever it would have been, five, six, seven years ago. Um, so I don't know if there's any, any of this is making sense, but that's that's kind of how I, I see it. The familiarity is uh, my, fi- my f- familiarity with Azeroth, its denizens, and its point of existing is causing me to to see it for what it kind of is, which is just sort of a construct with a whole bunch of stuff on it that I've seen already. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting pretty deep there, man. It's a little deep. Um, it's it's a little. Yeah. Deep. No. I mean, that's a big part. Of it. It, it, it to me, it's what pull. It's what very much pulled me into Valheim. I heard about seventeen different people that I trust go. Boy, this is the closest I felt to the first time I walked into whatever zone blew your mind in vanilla World of Warcraft uh, since 2004. I heard so many people say that um, and people that I trusted. And then I went and played and I was like, holy shit, these people are right. Yeah, that game, the game really dips into that, doesn't it? You feel um, really wow. Yeah, Yeah, I I have nothing against Final Fantasy 14. I I tried it and I was just like, this feels like wow in a world that I don't like nearly as much. Um, and that's right. why I didn't stick with it. Sure. Um, I don't have anything against anime aesthetic, but, but final fantasy's aesthetic has just never really resonated for me. Mm. Um, it, it just has always felt a little, little generic. And I don't mean that there's no heat behind that. It's just, it, it doesn't do much for me. Um, I really like Azeroth and I really like Warcraft's aesthetic. And that's just, if I'm going to tab target and do a rotation, I would rather do it in this world than that world. Yeah. Um, but for me, uh, Valheim has really started scratching that exploratory itch that I don't get from World of Warcraft anymore. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm with you, man. The, 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 I've always talked about like the cresting the hill vibe, like that right. feeling, right? Um, that you get that you get in Warcraft. Uh, there, there's a, a part of, of classic that that reinvigorates that for me because it, it reintroduces the danger of cresting hills. Right. I know what the hill is, uh, but I need to be careful because. Um, right the thing on the other side might eat my face off, which is something that uh, has long since disappeared from, from retail world of Warcraft. Yeah. Warcraft um, is no, there's no, the fear factor isn't there anymore. Um, yeah. That's a big part of it for it, sure. There's an expiration date on that too, which is getting geared in classic Yeah, where it's no longer dangerous. Right. Um, but it, it, it brings back a certain vibe of it that I, uh, that I definitely missed. Um, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to burning your state classic. If, if it came out right now, my God, the timing would be perfect. Yes. Yeah, be I, I too, I'm bored. I'm bored with it. Yeah. Um, it, it. There's, there's always been an aspect of world of Warcraft during its, its ebbs and its flows. Um, and right now it's definitely an ebb where, where I think if you are either at a high point or if you're the type that can go and seek out and put together uh, healthy social groups, you're going to flourish. Or if you're the type that can go and, and make your own goals, you're going to flourish. And, that that to me has been like, well, I've been playing it for 15 years as well. And it's just like, yeah, I'm kind of done making my own goals. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I need the devs to step up and, and create content uh, at this point. Um, yeah. I'm there as well. You and I are both very generalist players. Sure. Um, we're not going for, for, for mythic completion raids or anything of that nature. If we were... <laughs> we'd probably still be working on it. <laughs> yeah. We would. And I don't know how much time we'd have for all the other things we do. Cause that takes a serious life commitment to, to get that. Yeah, stuff exa- done. Exactly. 
Yeah. Exactly. Somebody so, somebody I, yeah, earlier I, in the chat made a comment about that. They said that, that Mythic Plus, uh, I don't know if they meant this in a pejorative way, but they were basically saying Mythic Plus has sort of supplanted the game that it's in, meaning it, it's, it, it gets all of the attention now. Um, for, well, there's nothing else to really give your attention to. Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. By, by lack of by lack of other things. And yeah, I look at that as a system and not as content. And I want content. I don't want systems. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I think, you know, and again, uh, I, I think everything you said about Final Fantasy 14 is, is a totally valid about what it, what what puts you off on it. Um, yeah, but I, like, like I said, man, I've got nothing against it. Right, like, right. I, I, I I'm so stoked for people that have like made that their home and. And I, I wish I liked it more because it seems like the, the community is really good. But also, I never played with anyone. Like, maybe if I got in there and played with you or I went in there and played with Kyle, like, who knows? It might take over. There's a, a large part of yeah, I got started with WoW because that's what literally everyone I knew was doing. Sure. It was the, the biggest D&D group I will never recapture. Right. Like, we were right. all playing the same campaign at right. the same time. But um, what it, I guess my point is what it does is it does answer my question for give me something new to do. And that's what it's doing. Like I'm doing new things. Yes. There's tab targeting and yes, it's, you know, a lot of similar things, but there are also a lot of different things. Plus it's done in this tone, this anime bullshit tone that is so different than the way wow presents itself that it literally feels like I'm doing something different even when I'm not. Um, so, so it's scratching that itch because of that. Like all I need from blizzard is just shower me with content (laughs) And that's a lot. That's a big ask because at this point, again, we're talking about a game whose mechanics are limited to what they are for as long as it's been here. And I don't know what that, I don't know how they answer that call. It's a really hard thing to ask. Um, then there are some people, Lodvar in the same Twitter feed says, personally, I love the waning hours of in an expansion. Although <laughs> we shouldn't be at the waning hours at this stage, but anyway, Says, well, again, it's it's very specific, and I, I also saw people being like, "Well, we had this in Wad." I'm like, "That was different, though. Wad took a break because it sucked, and they needed to go back and like really revamp things. Mm-hmm. Plus, the flying thing they had to Draenor clearly was not made for flying, and they had to retroactively go back. And I can only imagine how much dev time that took. Mm-hmm. We're in a lull now because literally the world was on fire for a year. The real world, right? The actual world. <laughs> And I'm the not so actual sure. world descended yeah. into madness. Still not sure it fires out entirely, but yeah, we're yeah, it's been a weird time, and yeah, I don't, and that's the other thing. I don't want to come off as you know entitled WoW players who demand anything. I'm not demanding. Oh anything. yeah, yeah, I know. I just I, I don't disagree with Chad. It's like yeah, we had this one other time and it was Wad. I'm like yes, however, <laughs> completely different circumstances and reasons. Yeah, one is because the game was having issues and it needed to take a hard look in the mirror and re rethink what it was doing uh the second was because we're living through a part of human history that will be written in history books yeah yeah we didn't we don't even know how yet but it will be i mean we know how but i mean we don't know what it's going to (laughs) say i have have some (laughs) ideas but who knows what it's actually going to say in those books yeah exactly exactly but but yeah it's it's this is this is a rough time for world of warcraft to say the least yeah it's a weird time um it's yeah. weird too because it feels like, and on the one hand, it's also a little bit compressed. We just had that BlizzCon online, which was a good time and some fun stuff talked about. But really, out if you get outside of the little hype bubble of it, was there really much? I mean, not oh, I really. think that was the lightest BlizzCon since Geek is. Yeah, it was pretty low. 
pretty low on which was my first blizzcon i loved every minute of it (laughs) yeah you admit we got to make that clear that was your first and your first you always love your first you know it doesn't matter it was 10 years apart that was 2010 that was my first blizzcon uh so 2020 i think was the slowest blizzcon since uh alan like so besides the years they literally didn't do one oh that's true yeah 2012 was no fun Uh, Alan Diamond says, uh, across vanilla and all expansions, what was your favorite thing? He put in quotes, be it a dungeon, quest line, system, or mechanic, or whatever. Thanks for the content. You have anything that you that jumps out in your mind oh, as your favorite God. thing? Um, oh, dude, the uh, the Death Knight Order Hall campaign in Legion. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was so effing good. I want to scream. I only played the early parts of it, but I thought it was really good what I played. God, it was just everything uh, I ever wanted as an Arthas fanboy. Like you, go, you go dig up the corpses of heroes from the other order halls and like desecrate their graves and just you piss everyone off. Yeah. No one likes the Death Knights at the end of the Death Knight order hall campaign. I love it. It was the closest thing I ever. I really like villains and, and I don't think a lot of games really, really scratch the itch of letting me live out like my my deepest, darkest Darth Vader fanboy dreams. Um, the old Republic did it. If you played a Sith warrior, yeah. the, the Sith warrior campaign, you can go full Darth Vader and it's wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, the, the death Knight order hall campaign nice. is the, the second closest damn thing I've ever experienced to that. Yeah. Mine was probably the Lich King fight, the 10 man. We did a 10 man raid of that game of that and pounded our head against it for weeks. And I loved it. I had so much fun. That's the easily, easily the peak of my, of my raid time in the game. And, um, that that was it, man. And when we finally took him down, just this, just the screaming on team speak or whatever we were using then, or Ventrilo. <laughs> Which way, what was, was this? May have been Vent. Uh, Arthas, just the final. Oh, okay, Arthas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, fi- the final Ice Crown stuff. Uh, Everything about Ice Crown, Arth- I loved. All of it. Just loved it. Arthas is the only boss kill I ever posted to social media, and so I get reminded on Facebook every time, every year when I, when that anniversary goes by. Um, the, we were louder for Cindergosa though. Because oh, we really? wiped more on Sindragosa than we did on Lich King. Sindragosa was a bastard of a boss. That's because she was and finally going to stop saying that repeaty shit she said all the time. Watch as your pathetic magic betrays you. Betrays you. It's like you're going to say the it betrays. again. Betrays. Just, oh, God. Like, oh. So much. Yeah, the amount of times I had to listen to that while smelling <laughs> a, a rapidly colder Pizza Hut pizza. <laughs> on the corner of my desk. Um, yeah, man, that, that was one where I've told, I'm pretty sure I've told this story before, but th- that was one of the ones where everyone died and our mage like threw a wand attack. Mm. And that's what killed Cindragosa at the end. And all of us just peak, mi- peaking microphones from 10 people, just, just losing their minds. Yeah. There's Lots of cussing, happy cussing, happy cussing. Yeah. I was going to say that. happy cussing. The happy swears are, are very different. It might be the episode title. Right there. <laughs> happy cussing. Actually, you know what? It is. It is today's title. That's very good. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm going to write it down. Happy yeah. sing. Okay. It's now locked in. There's no changing it. Hey, guys. Let's talk about Sunday. Not the day. Okay. We're not talking about the day known as Sunday. We're going to talk about Sunday. I'll get to it. Spring is here. That means it's time to get the lawn on track. You know, your lawn. <laughs> You got to think about it again. And I know, I know, the last thing anyone needs to think about is another complicated or toxic lawn product. We don't want that. Sunday is more than a lawn care product. It's a customized lawn plan that works with nature. They take out all the guesswork and unwanted chemicals. 
so you can grow a beautiful lawn that's better for people, pets, and the planet we're all standing on. So that's good. So what are your plans for Sunday? Uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to get out there and get it done? You know what I really liked? I liked the website the most. This was my favorite part of the experience. We got the stuff. It's been put in. We're taking care of the lawn. Everything's going great. But it's so easy. Like I went in there and just said, hey, here's who I am. And they said, cool. Uh, we found where your house is. Here's some satellite imagery. We're going to use that plus uh, local and historical uh, climate information. And we're going to figure out the best easy, easy to use stuff you're going to need. And that's what happened. That really impressed me. It also got here really fast, which was nice. Anyway, it's easier than ever before. All I have to do is get Sunday.com. That's the website. Get Sunday.com. Put in my home address. And they do their free lawn analysis. That tool is really easy. And it just takes care of the rest. In just seconds, it uses soil and climate data, like I mentioned. and creates a tailored plan. All about nutrients and that sort of stuff. So you get all, you know, all the things your lawn needs. All the good stuff. And nothing that it doesn't. Sunday is made with ingredients that you can actually pronounce too, like uh, seaweed, iron, molasses. So you can grow better and feel better about it. So it's really, really awesome. And they don't have to do much uh, to, to help you understand. That's what I like about it. All I have to do is attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. Everything comes uh, straight to the door that I need for this. Long care used to take me forever. Now it takes less than 15 minutes. So best of all, it actually works. Here's what I want you to do. Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Visit GetSunday.com slash wow to get $20 off your custom lawn, lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash wow. Uh, all right, we got a one from here. Let's see, let's see. Um, okay, here we go. Um, okay, here it goes. Uh, this is from Corey Smith. When listening to Core, and probably just now when he heard me kind of repeat a lot of it, you were talking a little bit about how wow fatigue in general happens after 15 years, which is understandable. This leads me to uh, ask the question, when and how does Blizzard bookend World of Warcraft? Um, that's a great question, Corey. How do they bookend it? I mean... It's unprecedented. I say that, but, you know, EverQuest still goes. Uh, freaking uh, RuneScape is still going. You know, there are there are older examples of MMO uh, games, uh, or Dark Age of Camelot still going, that go forever. And I don't know what the end time is. I don't know when the thing ends. Like, certainly MMOs have come and gone. City of Heroes is gone, at least officially. Um, Matrix Online famously came and went plenty of other examples of MMOs that were shut down. Uh, but there are more and more examples of those that have just stuck to it and have their, have their, you know, the, the bills are being paid and there's enough people playing it that they keep that stuff alive in the case of wow, where they clearly still have leadership in the market. I don't know that there's a end date. Like this feels like a game where another 20 years from now, there's servers running old, old ass. Wow. They may not be updating it with massive new content anymore, but, I don't know if there is a bookend. It's it's an undiscovered country, The how you end an MMO, unless you just cancel it. So, I don't know. Garrett, thoughts? How would you end WoW if you were Blizzard? 
<laughs> I, I think it's it's such it's it's such a clearly starkly business decision that I don't think you get to plan it. Yeah, I think one day the the call gets made that this is no longer profitable. Yeah, I think you're probably and right. it's the it is the end of days. Um, I would imagine if we just we have a final expansion and we probably don't know it's the final expansion until it gets announced that there won't be another one. Yeah, you're you're probably right. Um, um, Trevor, uh, this yeah. is, this is an interesting conversation I had yesterday with this guy named Trevor. Um, he took issue with the idea that there was not much to talk about and was the one that said, what about what's going on with mythic plus? And, uh, he's calling it the great push, uh, get some thoughts on people who want to follow mythic plus or follow mythic plus streams and high and high key pushers. He's using a lot of terms that are very mythic oriented. Um, my reply to him was, yeah, this, you must be new here, you know, kind of being a little bit snarky, but we don't talk much about mythic stuff, but I wanted to give a shout out because it came up in conversation back and forth. Somebody named Mark piped in and says, Hey, uh, have you guys heard of the Titan forge podcast? And that's a good recommendation. If you're looking for high end mythic plus rating stuff, go check those guys out. So just a little shout out to Titan forge, which I guess you can get on any of the, uh, the podcast directories. So that's something to go check out. Uh, all right. How about this one? Oh, this is interesting. Tom Dickman. <laughs> I like that name. Nope. Not making fun. Just laugh for no reason. In a Sounds world like you're making fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear Dick and I laugh. Um, in a world with so many gaming options and cool, smaller indie games, do you think WoW needs to remove some of the time sync and story gates to allow more casual players to come in, come in and see the story before bailing and returning again later? Um, that's an interesting concept. It's like the gating in, a, in an MMO is there to elongate the the player's experience and keep them subscribed. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of motivations here to the way these games are structured, and certainly WoW is one of them because of its monthly mandatory subscription. Um, but you know, if you're itching for I want to craft stuff, build stuff, and fight some bosses. Well, Garrett just described a game that does that in Valheim. You can go out there and do that shit, and it, and you can get right to it, and you can spend what nineteen bucks to do it. <laughs> um, you you gotta do. It depends on how far in are you are. Because we just did the third boss, and it took with our our play rate like a week to gather enough maps to build the shit. Yeah, but you're not waiting. You're guy. not waiting for gating. That's you guys, you know, building stuff at whatever pace you can. But you're not gated. It's gated by farming. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> It I takes mean, many hours to gather in that game. I think people are less. Well, okay. I don't want to speak for everybody. I guess I'm less bugged by gating when it's stuff I can do. Like if I can get the work done to make it happen, I don't mind that. When I mind it is it's like, we're holding on to this story bit until we're ready. And it's just arbitrary. There's nothing you can do. to. I mean, there's been a lot of up. talk about this with, with burn crusade because when burn crusade came out, most of the raids were technically there in the game. It was just impossible to access them because you had to get attuned. Um, yeah. There's a wonderful flowchart graphic out there that someone put together of uh, how all of the different various attunements flow into one another. And it is, it is massive. It is mm-hmm. a branching system of getting attuned for the various dungeons and raids in, in burning crusade. But there's a lot of talk about it in classic because that's not going to be the case when, right. when classic BC goes live, there's just going to be a straight up wall of no, nope, sorry, we haven't like opened the doors to serpent shrine cavern yet. You just can't do it there. The, it was previously gated by the fact that it just took so many damn hours to get attuned. And now it's going to be also, yes, yeah, sorry, you literally can't walk in. It's right. turned off. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. We, we know too much now. It's, we're going to be able to go get attuned too quickly 
uh, because we're not figuring it out in real time. Sure. So like I understand it, but it's also like it is an interesting conversation to, to have. Oh, for sure. I mean, in the, in, the was, in in classics case or in wow, you know, vanilla uh, wow's case, the time sync was the game. <laughs> like that that was. I mean, yes, you had to do the, all that encourage bullshit at the end yeah. if you wanted to, but the game one to sixty was the was the beef. That was what you were eating for that long and that amount of time. And then even when you got to end game attunement and that sort of stuff, you could call those grindy and attuny or, or uh, uh, gated. But but again, it was just you earning your place and doing your thing and whatever. And I think that's why people love classic so much, or why people who are you know super enamored with it love it so much, is because it is that that colossal mountain. But you're the one making the progress, not being held back by some arbitrary story bite or gets know. into kind of what I was talking about earlier that that's just including like reintroducing danger of exploring right brought a lot back for me for classic sure um uh yeah you're not you're not wrong but um I mean in terms of I don't I don't I'm, I'm not even really sure what they're getting at in terms of new player like what type of story gating are you really getting at um, yeah in that case yeah I don't know I don't I actually don't agree with that because the new player's got uh, plenty to do you know, unless, yeah, the, unless they're the, boosting getting in maybe. as a new player is, is, is the easiest it has ever been. Yeah. It is the most straightforward is the most, I think new player friendly. This game has ever been, you have boosts and you have a much more streamlined one to 50, uh, experience. So I'm, I'm not sure in terms of like seeing all of the story, which I've seen that come up before. And I don't know if that's necessarily what they're asking, but I'll, I'm going to speak to it anyway, is that, um, I think, I think uh, those of us who care about story, and I would mark myself among us, I think we are the minority. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a lot fewer players actually care. I think they want to get the end game and play with their friends. Yeah. I think that's the vast majority of players that pick up World of Warcraft. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, this is another interesting comment from Jonesy. This is going to, these are all, it's so funny. You guys are all kind of having the same philo- philosophical stuff, I think we are and really the player i guess what i'm saying is all these questions seem very indicative of the of the overall player base and maybe how they're feeling but jonesy says uh is having content drought or lull time good for the game legion always felt rushed to me and uh a limited time to chase down other goals within the game as well as put time into alts um keep seeing comments about people enjoying this time to do achievements and play alts thoughts so that's a different take uh or an alternate take that MMOs have always had to balance this though, right? They want, they've got the hardcores who want to level fastest, get to end game, get going mythic plus bam, 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 and just con just dominate. And then there are the players that just want to go and have a nice casual time. And then there's everybody in between. The game has to be that for, has to try to be the thing. All three, all three of those groups want it to be. And there are more groups than that, but just to simplify. And that's hard. I think that's really hard for them. And I'll agree. I think, I think that uh, Legion, as much as I loved Legion, I think Legion was an amazing expansion, still may be the best they ever did, um, was was just frantic. It was just like, rah, get in there, get your shit done. Like there, I don't feel like I was waiting for anything other than, you know, when's, the, when's our freaking uh, flight or, you know, getting flight back and how are we going to do it? And is it like the last expansion? Like all that stuff you always feel like you're waiting for. But I didn't feel like there were big lulls in that cycle at all. And there were definitely lulls in the last expansion. There are definitely lulls right now. And I would argue there were lulls before, uh, you know, this. So I don't know what Legion did that was different, but it, that was more my pace. Like whatever Legion was doing, I was, I was eating what they were serving. Uh, 
but he's not wrong. It was a little more frantic and a little crazy. So I guess there's your alternate opinion. Maybe it's okay to have downtime because a lot of players don't want the rush. They just want to do what they got to do and work through it and not be, not be, you know, yelled at all the time, I guess. I don't know. Interesting take. Uh, the Kunkka wrote in. <laughs> he says, uh, I'm really hoping that we return to Azeroth with angry Malfurion and the Night Elves pushing away from the Alliance and the devastating er, and devastating the Horde. And then the true Horde fighting back. Then a third group trying to keep peace, a.k.a. 10.0 equals three factions. Ooh. I like that he... Um, I like that he's basically making the argument for three factions by telling us a story. I like that. That's a good sell. Good sales job. Uh, I always thought that would be interesting, but the more they, the more I hear the devs talk, the more I'm like, we'll never get a third pa- faction. Like, never. Never going to happen. They get asked all the time, and they always say, they always say, well, we never say never, but no, we have no plans right now. That's always the answer. Recently, they, oh, I wish I could remember the exact quote, but they definitely sound like they're softening on the idea of grouping across factions for PvE content. Well, that I've always too. thought it, yeah. it's just like, why haven't we done this already? Yeah, let's do that. In fact, I asked that every, in every war, every Warcraft story, every big yeah. bad. It's like time for the Horde Alliance to yep. put aside their differences <laughs> and come together to push back the <laughs> evil of insert villain here. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. Professor WC says, what do you guys think about the rumors of a post Shadowlands time skip? Um, so I tried to dig this up and find out what the rumors were. I spent some time on the Reddit page. I'm not entirely clear how cohesive this rumor is, but let's talk about it anyway. Um, well, we get the, uh, there's the flash forward in one of the visions of like Anduin in the like wharf with the light with a white beard. He's clearly older. And a lot of people just being like, all right, if this is on their minds and we're going to get to this point, we got to speed things up. Yeah. But how does that work for us as characters? We're not all going to have beards. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's up to you, right? I mean, if you wanted one, go to the damn, uh, go to the damn barbershop. Maybe you age gracefully and, and, and you don't have one. <laughs> I just, I guess what I'm saying is if, it, if, cause what this sounds, what it smells like to me when you ta- start talking about a time skip, that sounds like you're saying a reset. That's what that sounds like to me. You call it whatever you want, but that's them saying, all right, we're resetting. And maybe cataclysm style reset is the wrong comparison, but they're going to reset and that is both interesting and scary at the same time. Um, maybe that's what I'm looking for is a reset. Maybe what I want is a, you know, I don't know. Just a, a make it all feel new again somehow. And I don't know if a time skips enough to do that or what the plan is, but I'd be into that. A new Azeroth man. Start. It, everyone gets knocked down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's where your brain's at, but I, uh, no, uh, it's not going to happen. But I've always thought of this as like, they just want to age up their main players in the lore. Yeah. Um, also there's like concern and, and kind of the precedence for time working differently in the Shadowlands, And so we could come back and it just be like, Oh damn, like 30 years past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause it certainly seems like we're, we're barreling towards an old Anduin story, but yeah, we're not on pace for that unless there is some sort of time skip. Can't wait for Grandpa Anduin. It's going to be great. Uh, all right. Here's this one. Um, hold on a second. Let me do a quick double check. There we go. All right. Thoughts on WoW. This is from Finchie. Uh, thoughts on WoW fan sites promoting weekly witch spec, spec slash, sorry, 
Blah. Which class slash spec is the best meters? Do you think these type of articles promote toxic to some degree behavior in the game? So it's a, it's the it's the age old thing of if you start you know uh, doing posts and things and in in publicly usable forums that are basically like hey your your DPS sucks and here's how you should min max and and there's only one good build and there's only one good way and there's only one way to run this dungeon or whatever that people get toxic about it because then they're like, yeah, if you don't do it this way, it's the highway, get out of here sort of thing. I don't know. Everybody's always going to min max, man. There's no getting around that. That's just the way of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm wholly disinterested in these types of questions. Cause it's just like, it doesn't matter. Cause this is the reality we live in. Yeah. I mean, I don't know Would I, would I like it if, um, would I like it if games and in particular RPGs were less min max oriented? Absolutely. I hate that. I like discovery. That's why I like single player RPGs. I like just discover on my own what the hell I'm doing. And if it's not a perfect build, that's fine. I don't like keeping I mean, up Kyle with the is such a huge proponent of this. He's yeah. just like, don't don't tell me the right way to play Dark Souls. I want to fail. Yeah. Like, Let me fail my way to success. Exactly. There's something about that. And I and I really don't like the, that pressure of of there's only one way to play a game. But no matter what that game is, be it WoW or anything else, so, so I, I get I get his point. Um, I don't think the sites are direct. I think this is a player problem, not a site problem. That's the same way I feel about like, you know, we all not. Well, I won't get in too much detail here, but we all want to get super pissed at at certain like um, politicians for something they say, and especially those who are like you know representing uh, parts of the country or whatever you start to realize after a while, it's not that they're terrible. It's that the people that put them in there should have known better. <laughs> in other words, like we're kind of the problem. So we got to be better at how we do that. We or kind they're of get playing what we to deserve. a base. Yeah. And they're playing to their base <laughs> because it's, it's because how they their base votes. is how they got elected. So if you're going to get elected it's, because your base is fired up about what you say and what you say is abhorrent. Well, the problem isn't the abhorrent candidate. He's just capitalizing on the abhorrent, voter base that put them in there so i as much as i you know i don't like websites and media in general that feed off of people's fears or their competition or any of that garrett's right the reality is they just need to get clicks know that going in and don't be pushed around by it don't stop stop being toxic i just think of it as as like this information is going to get out like i i started thinking of like well does it matter if we're asking this question? Because what what is the what does the answer give us? Like, what can you actually act on? Yeah. Um, and a lot of times the answer is you, you can't. Yeah. Um, we deal with this in Hearthstone a lot because this is like a, for, since the beginning of Hearthstone time, there have been a group of players who are like net decking, which is when you go and look up a deck list online, is the worst, and yeah. it stifles creativity and makes a play environment with nothing but tryhards. And it's like, okay, that might be true, but what do you do about it? Because the answer is you can't do anything about it. Yeah. If I can go and tell my friend a deck list, word of mouth, then I can go and post a deck list on an easy to access website. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, there's just no way to get around it. And it's just a reality of, of shared experiences. I'd say especially Hearthstone, because that game is all about knowing meta and what decks are going to work if you want to be competitive. I mean, you can just casually play and lose all day if you want, but. That's also not fun at some point <laughs> when you know the rest of the yeah. world is all super geared up and ready to rock and you aren't like that's just and it's going to be worse depending on your game. I don't know. Games. Well, I think man, it depends too games. on the type of player that you are, because I've known plenty of people that are happy to lose 20 games yeah. uh, chasing a really ridiculous card combination. 
Yeah. And and they're happy to keep going for it and they are so stoked when they actually finally hit hit it and the combo goes off. Yeah. Um I don't know. I just have, I always try and lean on the side of real realist, but I mean I have my own battles like sure. just being like if, if i really wish this thing that's unrealistic would be real like <laughs> I, I get there too i get it like i understand yeah but, i'm, I'm yeah, this, is, this is one of the ones that for whatever reason my real my realist brain gets triggered and just goes it doesn't matter the world we live in is this way and it will always be this way because we can't force fan sites not to post things like this yeah so we yeah, can't, so it's we a, can't it, force famous twitch streamers not to say things like this we can't force youtube thumbnails not to have headlines like this right there's no you're absolutely right when that starts happening then everyone's in trouble so yeah, yeah. Uh, i have a lot of thoughts on that uh leah wrote in and or <laughs> uh, did a reply here that says thoughts on more rideable pets for hunters i like this because i play a hunter only haiti or hattie is currently available for that now uh, yeah, I've been arguing for this for years, like straight up. There's two things I want. Let me skin humanoids. Okay. I want their skins. Uh, no more just animals. You want to skin Torin? Is that what you're saying? I want to skin Torin. I want to skin orcs. I want to skin anything that I kill and dies and I'm a skinner. I want to skin them. Let me skin everything and wear it like a dress. No, I just want to skin. That was, that was a big, rec- uh, big, like I was howling uh, in my playthrough of a classic when I skinned a worgen. I was like, I forgot you could do this because <laughs> oh, yeah. they weren't a playable race. You could skin them. You could. You can't now, but you could then. You're right. Yeah. Um, I completely forgot that that was a thing. I want to skin every gnome I see, all that sort of stuff. Uh, the other thing is <laughs> I want to ride every pet I can tame. It's a stupid that I can't. I should be able to ride Henry around. I should be able to ride any pet I own. I want to be on my fat oh, turtle. A, yeah, dude, that should just be, it should be, uh, I mean, it's, insert bestiality jokes but mount pet should be yes should be an ability for hunters yeah i like that stuff i'd be into it so you and i agree um all right let's get to i want to do one big last one here uh okay let's see here we go has the oh uh oh okay i like this one because it's i think you you and i both would have interest in this this is Thomas Chambers who says, will Blizzard ever do anything with the StarCraft license besides RTSs? Um, we know that they've done other projects that got canceled. Uh, most recently, the one that, um, who was in charge of that and then left? Uh, it was, uh, uh, um, oh my God, Dustin, Dustin Browder. Browder. Dustin Browder, yeah. Uh, he worked on that and then left after they canned Which it. Which good. They don't deserve you, Dustin Browder. Don't. That game was exactly what I wanted. They canceled it. They don't deserve your talent anymore. Get the hell out of there. That's right. Get out of there. Go to Dreamhaven and get it, I, get I, it going. Nothing has made me angrier. Yeah. You know, despite actual like uh, ruining people's lives <laughs> yeah. uh, by mass layoffs and whatnot. But um, yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. Um, he uh, so him 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 having that crash around him and stuff and all that. That was a real bummer. But I do think that it's long overdue. I think Starcraft needs its due and it doesn't need to be another RTS. Like I want something else. I don't know what I want. I want XCOM style turn based combat. I want an MMO. Maybe oh. I want like this is how you do it. You want to supplant. You want a bookend. Wow. You make a proper Starcraft universe uh, MMO that's a huge undertaking i get it and if they're not already working on it we'll never see it in our lifetime but that's what i want i want an mmo in starcraft land that's what i want and even if it plays like warcraft i don't care i'd be into well, it well as man. uh as someone uh younger than scott uh that has a chance of seeing it in their lifetime please start work on this um <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Like I, I want to, I want to take, I want to be a Zerg and take a quest and go fly somewhere and kill shit. And I want, I would, oh man, I would play this game in the retirement home. Please start developing. I it. would love Thank this you. game. That is what I want. Kyle and I will bring Starcast back in our eighties. Yeah, I'd listen to that show. <laughs> my, my, uh, what would it be like? Some kind of hologram freaking players we use then, but yeah, I'm ready. Well, yeah, Scott, we're gonna hologram you in, you know, in the Skype, and then like a Star Wars hologram, you show up, at, but you're blue tinted for some reason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did you infinite technology, but we don't have uh, we don't have full color holograms. No, no, full colors coming later. Uh, Digimania in the chat did ask a question. I wanted to make sure to address today. Thoughts on the D two uh, remastered? I didn't get a code. I'm bummed. I'm um, gonna keep poking people, but I don't think I'm gonna get one um, for the beta. But it is uh, it's looking good. It uh, from what I've seen, I watched a bunch of gameplay. It looks good. Like. Legit I gotta good. say I'm softening on it having actually seen like real human beings play it. Yeah. As opposed that that the, the the panel was just so smiley influencer. I just couldn't I couldn't it was hard to look at it in the in a way that yeah. was uh, objective. I get it. But yeah. It was it, like yeah, it was it was looking in a uh, uh it was it was like looking in a mirror <laughs> in a way that I didn't like. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think I think Valheim man is like softened me on lo-fi looking shit. Yeah, um, Valheim's weird. Valheim's got this thing where it's like, oh, it's kind of ugly, but also really pretty, but ugly. It's it, it, it's, it's a really good example of why uh, if you ever want to get into painting, you should work on the whole piece and not yeah. go on single elements because yeah. um, it's a perfect artistic example of how. Um, Look at the forest, not the trees. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really a, an interesting. I can't believe they made that aesthetic work. It actually works so well. It's weird. It's uh, I'm so impressed by yeah, it. Yeah, it's really it, something. It's, but in the case of like, yeah. um, um, the, in D2's yeah, back case, to D2. Um, I, I do, I do like that. I didn't know. I guess I just don't remember them announcing this. Maybe this was known from the beginning, but I didn't know they had that option where you could switch between old and new at will. Oh, that's a thing. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, you should see it. It's crazy. Like I haven't, I didn't know that. Can you, can you, is it like a button? It's like a Halo button. It's anniversary? A key. Yeah. It's a key. Like you would. Oh, not, I like love, oh dude. Halo anniversary. I love that. Same I thing. freaking love yeah. that. Uh, okay. All right. G dude, key I, is I, it? I, I, Chat room says it's the G key by default. So G- that's funny. You know exactly what to make key. it look G for make it look good. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's crazy yeah, because I, you see these I shitty gotta, sprites am, moving around I'm, and then they just immediately replaced by these beautiful 3d renders. And it's like, wow, what the frick? I'm, I'm feeling like I'm going to have to eat. I'm going to end up eating crow on this game big time. I think this might be my biggest instance of eating crow because I've, yeah, I watched some clips last night. I watched some streams and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm kind of digging this actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, G for graphics. Good point, junkyard. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, I'm playing that game. I mean, it's the only, <laughs> what else is coming out this year from Blizzard that I want to play? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah fair i mean there's not much i mean that and i'd love to see a shot fired by one scott johnson (laughs) but you know like and it's and it's not cheap it's 40 bucks but i think it'll be worth it um i I still think the price is a little hot i think it should be 30 but whatever it is what it is for me it depends on those re quote-unquote redone uh cinematics if those if those are truly redone and not just up res garbage then i'm then I think maybe there's some worthiness there to, cause that stuff's so much part of the story and everything. I think I'd be okay with that. 
That's a lot of work too. That's but fair. Yeah. We'll see. That's right. we don't even have a date, but it's looking like we'll yeah. get it this year. And if we do Hey everyone at Blizzard, I take back everything bad I said, please send me a key. Oh yeah, same. You guys are great. Please. We love everything. Get us a key. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, it's going to do it for today. Thank you all for your questions. Uh, there's some we didn't get to. We'll we'll hang on to some of these. There's one of these I thought was just like a really great like show topic. Um, I'll tell you what it was real quick. It was from... Uh, pull it up here. Go ahead and click that. All right. So the person who sent this in, uh, in was Kyle Zoot underscore CK on Twitter. Says, an MMO perspective, what has Blizzard done that stands out above all the rest and what have other companies learned from WoW and used well? Where is the MMO genre going in the future? And how games like WoW and Final Fantasy XIV and others change and grow? I just think that'd be a really great like full topic coverage thing one day. Um, so, Kyle, thanks for that, and I'll hang on to it, and we'll, uh, we'll address that at some point. That sounds like I need some bullet points to guide my thoughts. Yeah, probably. That's what that sounds like. It does. Plus Anyone who's a- ever been in a show note that I've made, because I don't <laughs> use spreadsheets, I use Doc, yeah. um, I'm, a, I'm just bullet point to hell and back. <laughs> yeah, you are. Man, if everybody would just keep f- formatting, the, my, the only reason I don't use Docs is, uh, is because no one knows how to keep formatting consistent on a Doc when I work with like collaborators. So I'll say half the shit's bold. That font's wrong because he pasted it from some website and it, it carried over the font language and, and pasted. This is why I work with like the same two people because uh, <laughs> they're the only people that can deal with me uh, ch- either changing everything they put in there or actually bringing it up on a call. Like, hey, I'm sorry, but could you please keep things in Arial 10 unless it's a heading and then it's going to be Arial 18 bold. But if it's a subheading, it's 14 bold. Yeah. Also, underlines are terrible. Why would you ever use them? Murder them. Never touch them again. Yeah. Graphic designers uh, and, and artists oh, should not. We should not be allowed to podcast. Is what the, is the point? Yeah, and I would use Helvetica. I realize Arial is the bastard form of Helvetica, but Helvetica is not a standard. Arial is on all of the Windows devices. Mm. You know, it's a life that we. Yeah, it's with. a rule. You get a little rule sheet. You got to stick to. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, anyway, thank you for your questions and helping us make an episode today via those questions. A couple of quick things I wanted to mention. So I designed, did the art for, and packaged up a card game. Yeah, that's right. Scott's trying his hand at some weird stuff these days. And it's called Rock Runners Incorporated and is currently in Kickstarter status. Uh, been in there for about four days, five days, something like that. We blew through most of our goals already, which we didn't expect, but... We're adding some new ones uh, in the next couple of days as well. If you want to get on board on this thing, it's this really fun, uh, quick to learn, hard to master, play with your friends, competitive card game. You can play up to four of your friends, although if you buy two decks, you can make it eight. We did we did play test that and it worked really well. Um, anyway, you can learn all about it, see the video for it and everything else over at uh, frogpants.com slash rockrunners. Uh, there's a link right there to the Kickstarter and y'all can uh, hop on if you want. It's a pretty cool thing. And this is the only show I haven't had a chance to mention it on. So go check it out. That's uh, frogpants.com slash rock runners for all the details. And while you're at it, uh, sign up for the newsletter. The Frogpants newsletter is at frogpants.club. And of course, you can support this show at theinstance.net, uh, where you can find all sorts of cool stuff in and around the show. So go check that out. You can also sign up for our support system which helps the show stay on the air. So thanks for your support. And if you haven't yet done it, go check it out and decide if it's for you. Garrett, anything going on in your world uh, before we go? 
Oh, yeah, Scott. As you know, I've got a website called amove.tv that's uh, covered in podcasts of New Wow Killer with Taliesin went up yesterday. We talked all about Sylvanas. We've been beating around the Sylvanas bush forever. We're like, finally, we're just going to do a Sylvanas episode. We yeah. haven't heard Wow Killer. It's Taliesin. It's me. We pick like one topic on World of Warcraft and we somehow find a reason to talk about it for 90 minutes. Um, <laughs> Awesome. So uh, go and uh, give that a listen. We just did a big fat Sylvanas fat chew. Uh, what we like about Sylvanas's lore, what we don't like about Sylvanas's lore, and where we think she's going to be going uh, at the end of Shadowlands. Nice. So uh, go get that. Everything else is up. Uh, Angry Chicken's still going, and the next is still going. Amove.tv, everybody. Nice. Check it out. Did that rumor turn out to be nothing of her, uh, some data mind, a model of her without all her undeadness, and she looked like she'd been revived or something? Did that turn out to be bullcrap? Because I didn't Arth- see any of that, so I'm going to assume it was an April Fool's thing that I didn't see. <sighs> I hate that, because the April Fool's stuff looked real, like the Arthas horse, uh, whatever his name is. I forgot his name. I, okay, Wowhead, I've, I've, I'm... Stop, because... Yeah. You guys don't You make don't good get it. stuff that I want. Yeah, you don't get the point <laughs> of a joke. Your too good. It's too good. It needs to be parody-ish. Do so a shittier we- job. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. It needs to be more obviously a joke because I look at it and go, that's amazing. Oh, my God. And I look at the calendar and I go, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's annoying. It's annoying. But what's not annoying is hanging out with you guys. Thanks for being here this week. And we will be back next time with more right here on The Instance. We'll see you then. show is part of the frog pants network yes get more at frogpants.com hello china hello there all right that's a show everybody